Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, so trade deadline. Needs ahead of the trade deadline. I'll just say this. I think the the, the needs are pretty obvious. Backup center and some form of shooting, however you can get it. Um, obviously, uh, positionless basketball these days, however you can get shooting, you'll take it. Um, on the perimeter would be nice, but if you can get a shooter, names that I feel like are most popular that I hear about are, you know, there was that Quinn Grimes report. I'm going to let you speak on all of this, Adam. You let me know what you think of some of these names out there. Quinn Grimes was a name one of the New York-based reporters mentioned as, you know, the Knicks possibly shopping him and the Rockets being somebody interested in Quinn Grimes. Obviously, Quinn Grimes is a Houston area native, played at U of H. Uh, very, very familiar with Quentin Grimes' work. Um, been a really good player and a good shooter for for the Knicks. Would help him a lot. Um, Clint Capella, a name that has come up. Um, I don't know how realistic that actually is. Uh, but, of course, somebody that we're obviously familiar with as the place that he started his career. Um, there are other names out there. I, I would throw I would throw out, you know, we're talking about the trade deadline, but Bismack Biombo is still a free agent. You know, we, we know what their needs are. What what do you feel like is realistic? What would you be looking out for for the Rockets as that deadline approaches in the next couple of weeks? So I don't really know like what direction they will try to go in when it comes to adding at the deadline. And I do think they're going to try and add something at the deadline. I, I would be stunned if they don't. And just from what I've been told, they are, they are, the, the phones have been busy over there so far. Um, they have the ability to do some things though, just because you look at some of the contracts they have to trade, you've got 
Victor Oladipo is expiring. You've got the non-guaranteed contract of Jock Landau. Like right, that right there adds up to about a twenty-two million dollar player. If you want to get even bigger, you can add Jay Sean Tate, who's got a player option for next year. That's another seven million. Jeff Green has a player option for next year. That's what eight or nine million. And then there's Jalen Green, maybe if you are ready to call it quits on him. That's another salary that you can add to this thing. So they have the ability to stack up contracts to get someone. I, again, I don't know what direction they are looking to go in. Um, they have draft picks to trade. They have their own pick in 28 and 2028, their own pick in 2030 that they can trade. They have Brooklyn's 2024 first round pick. That looks like it's going to be a lottery pick. They've got Brooklyn's 2026 uh, first round pick that we'll have to wait and see if that's a lottery pick at this point, but that could be a lottery pick just with the way that the nets are headed. So they have things to offer. It's just a matter of, do you see anything that is worth, you know, giving up something important for? I don't know the answer to that at this point. Uh, I do think that for them adding a big would be important just because I don't know how much they want to keep playing Jabari Smith and Jeff Green at center. I, I just don't think that it's great when it's one of those two guys playing center. You just you give up a lot physically when that happens. So adding a center to me would be big. Somebody like Quentin Grimes or one of these other, you know, I've seen you know, Buddy Heald has been thrown out there. I, I don't know. Like, do you want Quentin Grimes getting minutes ahead of Cam Whitmore? Do you want, you know, you know what I mean? Like you got to think about your own guys that you're trying to develop at the same time. So that's why the center thing makes a whole lot of sense because they, just, they don't have anybody else on the roster that you're that you're taking away minutes from if you add a center. All right. So you you threw something out there that's gonna make me be a little a little bit reckless here. But I mean we've already done it. I, I know exactly where you're going, and I'm pretty sure we've already done this in the last few weeks. So let's just do it again. Wait, I don't. I don't think you know where I'm going with this one. Or maybe, okay. maybe, oh maybe, maybe you do. But this is. So I'm seeing out there that you know just tr- rumors. I don't. I don't know how legit this is. Like I've, I've seen Donovan Mitchell's name out there. Donovan Mitchell makes thirty two million dollars a year, give or take. Mm-hmm. You just you just did the math on the amount of. They can easily like, get to thirty two. They could easily get to 32. Is that a thing that accelerates the timeline or that like does that does that put move the needle enough for the Rockets? You know, like both give me give me both both what you think the Rockets might think and then what you think personally in terms of that in terms of that idea specifically and, and trying to make enough salary work to go get somebody like a Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I think that that moves them comfortably into the plan if they were to do something and i'm assuming you are using jalen green in that trade you're using multiple you're probably using both brooklyn picks you're probably using one of your you know you're you're giving up a haul now i don't necessarily think that would be enough to get donovan mitchell out of cleveland i I just that team is playing really well he's playing at a really high level if you're cleveland that's more of a an off-season type move for them so i know where you're going but I don't think that that would be a possibility. Now, listen, if if you want to call the Cavs, go ahead and call the Cavs just to, to feel them out, if anything, to lay the groundwork for, for the summer. But no, I don't see that one happening. But hey, if it's if it's out there, go ahead. And it, it's also one of those things where he'd be a free agent after next season. I think the Rockets would probably feel pretty comfortable in their ability to re-sign him if they were to trade for him in a contract year. 
Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, it's it's appealing. It's appealing, man. You know, you it, it's appealing on the one hand because you talk about just kind of it's the NBA. So you need a player like that to even be in certain conversations, um, or at least the conversations that you want to be in as a team. But then also it feels like, you know, okay, we've seen him on a couple teams now. Like it, it feels like there is – like you would absolutely do that with the idea that you need a, another star. You need to be pairing him with another star, whether that be Shangoon emerging as one or adding one in addition to – or you see what Jabari Smith turns into, but it's not like it to me, it's a short-term fix. I guess I guess it's a shorter winded way of putting it. It's a short-term fix, short-term gratification for what the Rockets are trying to be. Like you said, it it probably comfortably puts you in the play-in, makes you one of the bona fide lower seed, uh, you know, lower seed Western Conference teams. But but to me, it doesn't. It doesn't do a lot beyond that for you and your future if the things that you need to work out for you don't work out for you with the development of the of the other guys and or bringing in somebody else like Donovan Mitchell. You know what I mean? Like another guy like that. So so to me, it's a it's a short term fix. It just it, it accomplishes the goal. What feels like the stated goal of this year, which is win a bunch of more games, get into the play in, get into the playoffs somehow, some form of fashion. But. But really, what to me, and especially if Jalen Green were to be involved, I know a lot of people have soured on Jalen Green, but if he were to be a part of that move, um, it would totally make sense because Donovan Mitchell changes the trajectory, changes the conversation uh, of your team. But but also, it, it would it would leave a sour taste because it's like you know, you're only but so good with that, and and you're obviously just acknowledging the failed development of you know, your, your own homegrown guy. It would take a lot more though than Jalen green, a couple of picks and salary filler though, to get that type of a deal done, even if he is in the last year of a contract. So I get what you're saying. Do you think the rock? So do you think the Rockets don't have enough to get, to get uh, enough of appealing? No, I think that they do. It's just they a got matter the picks of picks too, you know, would you be willing to give up Jalen green and one of your other, high first round picks and more pick, you know, more stuff on top of that to get that. I don't, I don't know if they would be, again, I pure speculation. I don't know if they'd be willing to go there, Um, but it's, it's an interesting, listen, it's a thought exercise and I'm sure it's one that they are having in their offices right now. Like you, if you've got an opportunity to get it, to get an all-star, like, I don't know if they've drafted an all-star, you know what I mean? Like they've had three, really good they've had a bunch of first round picks over the last three years they might have drafted an all-star in them you know Shingun could be an all-star Jabari Smith could be an all-star uh we'll have to wait and see on some of the younger guys but I I Donovan Mitchell is an all-star and Donovan Mitchell has been a really good player on really good teams now for a long time um so yeah it's certainly a floor raiser I I don't know I mean you're having to give up a lot in order to make that happen though that that's not I, I see them going for something a little bit smaller at least for the rest of this season because i do think that they want to get a little bit more information on the guys that they have like i think that they would probably like another 40 games of information on Jalen green before they make a decision on that all right on the bigs 
do you have a big in mind that they should target and why is it why is it somebody that they've already had on the team before like uh, I'm, I'm doing this weird thing i'm like oh man you're telling me they should go trade for clint capella or wait you're telling me they don't have a backup center that's better than bruno fernando uh like what like what happened here like it, it what's what's bruno doing Where, where's bruno at like what, what should they do for backup center man Go find somebody. Um, the Capella thing does make sense, and I think Atlanta would be – I think Atlanta's probably trying to move him. That team is pretty bad right now, and it seems like Okongwu is playing more at this point than than Capella is, at least in crunch time. Um, they traded Clint Capella, though, more for Russell Westbrook than anything else. And oh, no, I remember. Yeah, we, we – Capella, yeah, Capella was hurt at the time, too. Um, and you couldn't yeah. have – you couldn't you, you couldn't have two guys on the floor that couldn't shoot. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you know how old Clint Capella is right now? I'm going to say 20. He's either 28 or 29. 29. He's still pretty young, having been in the league for as long as he's been in the league. Um, you know, he's, he's, it would be a weird mix just because I don't think that he and Shingun could play together. I don't know how that would work. Um, so you're probably just, he not playing a whole lot. Like that, that's one of those things where, this is a guy who's been a 25, 30 minute guy for much of his career. And he's going to be making $22.2 million next year. And he's probably no more than playing 12 to 15 minutes for you. So is he going to be cool with that role? Probably not, but I, that's, that's the tough aspect aspect of it. Um, he's still good. And he still helps you because again, they are playing small when Shingun is not on the floor and they're fortunate that Shingun has been healthy the entire season. Shingun hadn't missed a game yet. You know, what happens if there's a game where Shingun can't play? Are you going to give those minutes to Landau? Probably not. You're going to go small for 36 out of 48 minutes, probably. And I don't know if that's the direction that they want to go. I don't think that playing small has really worked for them so far this season. So adding a legitimate center, I think, would help them. Just the role for that guy might not be as big as that guy might expect it to be. And that's where Capella comes in. But Capella's a great teammate. He's a great guy to have in a locker room. He's, he's just he's as professional as it gets, always has been. Um, so if you're going to add somebody, he's not a bad guy to add. Yeah, I, I the only concern I've got with this is, you know, whether it's Capella or, you know, whoever it is that they might target is what what is it that you, you know, like the, the previous conversation we were having about, about Donovan Mitchell, would you want to give up this and that for Donovan Mitchell? And is it, you know, is it worth it? Well, that's an easier sell because you realize that you know Donovan Mitchell changes the conversation, like I mentioned before. But I'm concerned about what you might give up, and, and I don't have a great sense for this. You maybe you can talk me off the ledge here, but I'm concerned about what you might give up for a backup center, like you said. Clint, Clint Capella's not playing much. Like, like, are the is there is there that concern at all? The risk of being a little bit too desperate to give up too much. You know, I, I don't know what what Atlanta's asking for for Clint Capella, but I don't I don't want to give up too much just to get a guy who's going to play fifteen minutes a game. If that, if the I, I don't, that. I, I don't think you'd have to give up much at all to get Clint Capella, just because I think Atlanta would love to be able to get the twenty two million dollars off their books for next season. So if anything, you're doing you're doing the Hawks a favor by taking on that 22 million. You might be able to get them to attach something to make Fair that enough. happen. So you're, you're saving the Hawks some money. I don't know where the Hawks are uh, in terms of the luxury tax 
let me double check that really quick. I'm sure they're they're close to to the luxury tax at this point because they paid Trey Young. They gave um, Dejounte Murray that um, his extension. Um, so let's see. Right now, I'm trying to read this on the fly. They are well over the cap for next season. They are. Let's see. They are. They are just below the tax for next season right now. And that's with um, Sadiq Bay as a restricted free agent. They would probably want to bring him back. Um, yeah, I guess that'd be probably their only big free agent right now would be Sadiq Bay. Uh, so if you're the Hawks and you'd like to add probably other pieces to that roster, and if you were to bring back Sadiq Bay, that would probably put you back over the luxury tax. I'm sure that they would love to be under the luxury tax going into the into next season so I, I don't think that it would take a whole lot to get Clint Capella out of there you'd probably just have to stack those two salaries the Landale and uh Oladipo salaries and that might hell that might be enough to get it done maybe you throw in a couple second round picks or something like that but again in a sense you're doing Atlanta a favor by taking on that 22 million for next year for a guy because I think that they want a Kongu to start I think eventually they want a Kongu to be their starter and right now Capella's in the way 